Hello and welcome to the uplevelmind.com podcast. My name is Drasco and I'm your host for this Real Talk segment where each episode I bring on a heart-centered entrepreneur and live on the call coached him through one central question. Are my business problems actually me problems? In that, I help them uncover why despite knowing all of the business strategies and having done all of the business courses, they are unable to get past their current revenue plateau. Each guest leaves with a deeper understanding of what inner narratives and patterns they need to overcome to realize their next revenue milestone. Without further ado, here's today's guest. So today's guest is Brandon Leibowitz, who runs and operates SEO Optimizers uh, since 2007. Uh, the company is a digital marketing company that focuses on helping small and medium-sized businesses get more online traffic, which in turn converts into client sales, leads, uh, and all the good stuff that we look for as business owners. So Brandon, thank you very much for being on. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on today. You're very welcome. And uh, it's always cool to have somebody from a more, you know, technical kind of business on here, because a lot of the times uh, I end up talking to like other coaches and kind of more like what I call heart based uh, entrepreneurs. So to have somebody from like a, you know, more like traditional marketing, hard data um, type of environment uh, is a nice change of pace for me as well. So I uh, thank you for being on here. with that said, I'd love for you to dive into, you know, how you got to doing what you're doing and uh, how your company got started and where you're at right now. Yeah, I kind of just fell into this digital marketing sphere. I got my degree in business marketing. And when I graduated, I got my first job and it was doing SEO and helping out with digital marketing and didn't know much about it back then. And they said, don't worry, we don't know much about it either. We're going to take you like classes and workshops and learn alongside you, which is kind of interesting. So decided to go for it, took that job. And that was back in 2007. And that's when I realized like everyone's going to probably have a website in the future. And I was helping out with SEO, social media, email marketing, paid ads, and all that works to get traffic. But I just realized that SEO is a way to get free traffic and why spend money on Google ads or all this other stuff when you can just get up there for free. So that's really what I focused on over the years is just trying to tap into that free traffic working at different advertising agencies, working at mom and pop shops and Fortune 500 companies. And always while I was working full-time would be building up my little, my freelance business. That was one thing that kind of drew me into the digital sphere too, is I could just pick up a client here or there and get some extra passive in- or get some extra income. So I could go like a local restaurant, like, hey, do you want to rank at the top of Google for Italian food in Los Angeles, whatever it may be, and picked up clients here and there and was able to eventually build them up enough to quit my job and just solely focus on this. That's uh super cool, right? Like it, the natural progression for you to go into doing what you're doing. And there's obviously a passion behind it because, you know, if you're going to do it as like a side hustle and then turn it into a business, it's like, obviously to spend that time after work to kind of do the same work, clearly you have to love it. So uh, it's a very cool story with regards to that. So, what then is happening in your business right now that kind of brings you here today? Yeah, so right now, just been pushing it as much as I can. I quit my job a couple of years ago and just now just have to solely focus on it. Can't rely on anything else and been building it up and built my reputation up and over the years. So 
luckily I was able to get clients and I realized I should create a Yelp and create a Google My Business and all that stuff right away. So have all that goes back to like 2008, nine, maybe 10. So have all that reputation built that up and just been trying to figure out how to tap into new audiences and get people aware of what I do because usually I would teach classes in person, which unfortunately had to stop, which kind of was a benefit because I would teach them in downtown Los Angeles at like seven o'clock on a Wednesday. And I'd be like, all right, come to downtown LA, find parking, drive through traffic and still get people like 50 people to show up. But now I do them online and I can get people from all over the country. I mean, all over the world. So it doesn't have to be someone in Los Angeles that is there at that specific time. I can get people anytime, anywhere in the world. So it's really opened it up and that's been helping me out getting a lot of leads and getting my business growing. And now it's just those growing pains of just trying to take it to the next level, hiring people, finding good employees, finding, or actually finding full-time employees right now, a bunch of freelancers that I've been working with, but want to really take it to that next level and get people that are full-time and finding good people is always tricky, kind of giving up the like, teaching because it's a lot of training as well. So it feels like just doubles the work when you're hiring people and then you have to also teach or train them, even if they know what they're doing. Sometimes you still have to train them a little bit of what to do, what not to do. And all of that just takes a lot of time out of actually doing the work and just trying to step out of the business and focus on growing the business instead of just being in the business, which is what I've been in over the years. Got it. So just to make sure that I've heard you correctly, like the, the, the growing pains that you're experiencing right now are okay. So like I'm have this uh, reputation that I've established since 2007. Uh, there's a lot of work coming in. I need people to fulfill that work. But as I begin to hire and actually, you know, have employees that can do the work that's coming in, it's actually double work for me because I both have to train them. I have to motivate them to actually do the work at the caliber that I expect. So now I'm kind of stuck between doing that, but then not really growing the business and kind of always going back and forth. So would that be accurate with regards to like what I've heard? Yeah, me keeping up the integrity of the business and not letting that drop down and still be able to go in and make sure everything's running smoothly. They're doing the right things because if you do the wrong things with SEO, you could potentially do more harm and drop down in rankings, which is the last thing you want to happen. So making sure everything's done properly according to what Google wants, Google Webmaster guidelines, and just making sure it's all the ethical white hat SEO. Got it. So in that, because there's a bunch of things that you mentioned there, right? So there's the hiring, there's the finding of like the right talent or growing the right talent internally to, you know, go full time. There is the training and the onboarding and the ongoing support. There's the running of the actual business and getting more business and then kind of the quality assurance, which part do you find is most like negatively impacting you right now? Um, probably the hiring full-time trying to take it to that next level instead of just working with individual freelancers here and there, just trying to really build a full-time staffing team. Okay. And is that finding people that want to work full-time for you or is it internally having people to switch from freelancers to working full-time with you no maybe just like the internal like the processes and how to officially hire somebody getting the accounting firm go or the accounting department going and 
payroll and all those stuff and working with the CPA to get that all aligned and just making sure that I have all the paperwork and the forms and the permits and things like that to have people and then maybe even like getting an office space potentially, but I feel like nowadays you don't need an office space. So I feel like that might not be so important anymore, which is something that was always lingering in my mind the past five years is like, all right, should I work at like a co-working space or get an office space or, but now I feel like that doesn't really matter too much. Just keep everyone connected through Zoom and online through chat, Skype, Slack, all that stuff works to help stay connected and keep everyone together. Got it. And what are you personally experiencing as the biggest problem in doing all of that? Um, I guess just not knowing the, the learning curve. And I know how to do marketing, know how to get people to find me and how to rank websites on Google, but don't know much about accounting and payroll and human resources and things like that, which I've learned probably should just delegate, hire people to do it instead of trying to learn everything, which is what I've kind of done in the past, try to do it all. And that's tough because there's always so much time in the day. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot, like it's a whole other specialty to actually learn all of those things. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, so knowing and having the awareness that like, okay, well, I need to probably delegate this or, or hire out. Why haven't you considered that to be, or maybe you have considered it, but why not take active steps towards something like that? Yeah, no, that is a real question. Why haven't I taken those steps to do it? So just not too sure, just scared, don't know how to do it, worried about it, but that's just got to take that leap of faith, I feel like. But that is the one thing that's been holding back is not going for it. Got it. So you mentioned scared uh, a few different times. So like, well, I'm scared in general. I don't know how to do it. I'm scared maybe I'll do it wrong or how to do it. Um if you can define further the narrative, like what specifically are you afraid of? Just not doing it right. And then having to go back or having wrong permits and forms and things like that. And just not properly onboarding people. And that's if you were to do everything yourself. Yeah. Or hiring people to delegate it to making sure they know what they're doing, finding the right people, which with tools like ZipRecruiter, LinkedIn, all that stuff, it makes it a little bit easier to find the right people, but just also trusting them, I guess, is a big thing too. Just handing Got over it. the keys and saying, here you go. You could take a hold of it all and let's let it go. So there's an aspect of, well, I can't trust them or I don't know how to trust them because I don't know the full job. So therefore I can't actually gauge, like if somebody did a marketing task for me, I could gauge if it was done well because I know it. I don't know the full accounting task. So how can I trust somebody to do it if I can't verify it all? So, well, A, does that resonate with you before I, I ask further questions? Yeah, it's like, how do I hire the right person if I don't know what to look for? I think that's probably the biggest thing. Because I, I could go on Craigslist or ZipRecruiter and look at job boards and see what other people are looking for for HR or whatever position, but I'm not sure which ones I need or what aspects I need maybe getting like a project manager. We've always been thinking about that or account managers and just trying to figure out like who to hire. How do I hire these people? I think that's probably the biggest issue. Who do I hire? How do I hire these people to get my time back? Got it. So in that instance, is there, is it about the trust of the task? Like how do I 
know I can trust somebody to, to do this task or do this hiring? Or is it more about the self-trust for me to know that I can surrender in making the best choice that I can at the moment that I make it and that I'll be able to handle whatever comes as a result of it? Yeah, probably a lot of the surrendering of it and just letting it go. Okay. So in that case, what would be so scary about surrendering and letting it go? Just the unknown of not knowing if they're doing it correctly or not. Like you said, like I know someone is doing the marketing aspects correctly because I've done it over the years, but someone doing payroll or hiring people or running project management software and tools and things like that don't really know much about it. So don't know if they're doing a good job or not doing a good job or what they are actually doing or what they should be doing. Got it. So that part's about them. What would it mean about you if they, let's just say, did not do a good job? It'd just be more time that I spent looking and training and hiring somebody, but wouldn't be any bad. It just means more time that I've spent on Something I could have allocated the time to something else, I feel like. Okay, so that's the consequence of it. Like I'm going to allocate more time to figuring out more stuff that I don't really want to do. Yeah. And that's kind of where your brain went to, right? The, the consequences of it. But the original question was, like, what does it mean about you personally as uh, Brandon if these people end up being hired and they don't do a, like a great job. Okay, yeah, I misheard the question. Then yeah, it just means that I wasn't doing my job correctly by finding the right people. Okay. And if you weren't doing your job correctly, then fill in the blank. Then everything would go smoothly and find the right people and would be able to just let them do their thing. And so just to... Make sure that I didn't miscommunicate as well. If you weren't, like, so if you were not doing a good job, then fill in the blank. If I'm not doing a good job, then I'm not providing the services that my clients expect. Okay. So the reason I went down this line of questioning, right, was there was an aspect of you that, really thrives in control, right? Like I, if I can control the variables, if I can do the deliverables for my clients, everything's going to get done up to my standards. Therefore, like everything is, is, is good. Mm -hmm. But now you're getting into this space where you physically don't have the capacity to be as big of an expert in, you know, accounting and payroll and project management as you do in marketing. So you're becoming the bottleneck to actually solving that problem. And the control aspect of like, I have to know that well enough in order to actually hire for it is the part that's actually keeping the hiring from happening. Right. Yeah. And in yeah. turn, and the part, the, the reason why I asked all those other questions was, what's the narrative that's driving this like need to control the aspects? 
maybe this lack of trust or just high standards that I hold to myself and want to make sure that those are passed on to the clients and just want to make sure the integrity is there. Which is a beautiful thing. I mean, absolutely. That's why you've had the reputation that you've had and why you do a good job that you do. Um, but then it comes down to if you don't have the capacity to learn the job fully and at some point you have to hire somebody and kind of take the chance to do it and see what the results are going to be. Is it really serving you to keep delaying that for the hope that you could actually learn everything? Yeah, no, definitely not. Cause there's not enough time to learn everything. So God just hand over the keys to some things and let people take that are experts in it, take hold of it. Just like, at my old jobs, they would let me take care of the market, the SEO aspect of things, and they won't be micromanaging me. Some companies would, but most would just let me do my thing and put trust in it. So I just gotta kind of do the same. And when you think about trusting that <clears throat> and surrendering to somebody like doing this, what comes up for you internally? Like, how does that make you feel? Well, it just makes me feel that a little nervous, maybe. Or that I might have to just do more work to make sure they're okay. But once they're doing it, then I can just let them be. But initially, it's just that extra layer of work and just worry that they're not doing it properly. But once they do it good and I see that they're doing it good, then I just let them be. But I guess it's just that initial part. Yeah. And, and the reality is, like, no matter if you hire an expert that is actually the best fit, there's still going to be more work for you involved in the early stages of that so it really comes down to it are you willing to surrender knowing that that work's going to be there knowing that maybe like the best that they can do is like 80 percent and can you live with that in order to let the full picture emerge yeah no definitely want that to happen so just gotta let it go and just do it not being holding back got it and when you think about that how do you feel internally i feel like it would be nice peaceful if i could do it a little <laughs> nervous but peaceful i could see just getting some more time back to do other things that will help the business out or some things to give me some work-life balance as well absolutely and the uh nerves so like, where do you feel the nerves in your body? Maybe just nerves in my stomach, that just feeling of just like unknown and just hoping that it's the right way to go, but not sure. Got it. So the uncertainty feels like nervousness in the stomach. Mm -hmm. I know it's a random question, but if you could tune into that nervousness and if that nervousness could talk, what would it say? I would say maybe you should just do this yourself might be easier if you just take care of it and don't go finding somebody else and training them and making sure that they're doing a good job. Just take care of it yourself. Got it. So that's where like that, that's a split energy, right? So even when we started like earlier talking about this, like there was a sense of control, right? Like I, I have a hard time letting go of that control because I know I can do a good job. 
And as soon as you begin to think about surrendering, and even though intellectually, you're like, yeah, I, I understand why I need to let go of this. That part of you internally just clings back. No, but like, maybe I should just actually like, just figure it out myself. Like if I just work hard, like I actually just do it myself. So it seems like in turn, there's this tug of war of constantly like, I can surrender and let go, but I also need to control. So how does that relate to you? No, definitely feel like I have that control need for initially and then want to just let it go, but want to have that control initially just to make sure it's all going properly. And that's where I just got to let it go initially and just give them control and not try to control it myself. Got it. And that control aspect, does that show up anywhere else in your life? Probably some other places, like other stuff I've done with business in the past, like trying to start companies in the past, would always want to have as much control, not ownership, but just like having control of what's going on or what's going on behind the scenes. So see that going over like school and stuff and personal life stuff. Got it. Let it go a little bit more and just go with the flow. So there's a very reinforced sense of safety in controlling, right? Like I, if I control, then I can feel secure because I got things under control. Mm -hmm. It's no unknown or mystery. Well, still stuff that pops up, but less of that, I guess. And what would happen if things got messy, just got a more work, I feel like, or got to fix those problems sometimes. So I feel right. like that I'd have to take control and not take control, but help out and spend so time. Things got messy. I would just push so that I can regain the control back. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. So that tells me that there is a very, big need to find safety and control and a big fear of mess and you know not like things falling apart potentially even for the better but that sentiment of like oh my god like things aren't the t's aren't crossed the i's aren't dotted and everything's not in its right place there's this part of you that freaks out around that yeah, yep get that nervousness and just don't yeah that unknown <clears throat> this makes me realize don't have that control and don't know what's going to happen next yeah and i mean you can answer this if you want or, or, or not i'm just going to throw it out there as a kind of like a exploratory question or, or comment um but usually like if i'm working with individuals um that have those patterns of control there's usually been some aspect of how they grew up where them finding control and creating order and pushing for that was how they could navigate and, and, and facilitate and, and manage kind of what was going on for them growing up so does that resonate in any way or no maybe a little bit of trying to control some things in life, but I don't know if I was always that worried or that concerned about just giving up some things, but I feel like with the business, it's just like a lot more 
that weighs on it versus sure. other things where it's like, all right, it's not that big of a deal. If you pick a restaurant to go to, or we eat some other type of food. I don't need to control all that stuff, but I feel like with the business, just like, all right, want to make sure I put out the best impression and don't want someone to leave a negative review or put out some negative content and tarnish that reputation. Cause that's where I don't have control of it. And I work with a lot of business owners and see people getting negative reviews. I'm just like, it's tough. Like can't really do anything about it. Yelp, Google, they're not going to really take them down. And if you hire a team or like work with a restaurant and you have a bad employee or something like that, they could cause issues to have a bunch of negative reviews that reflects on that business negatively. And just, it all kind of falls back. So I feel like that might be something that's worried me over the years is the more I've done the digital marketing side of things and where I realized like, Anyone could just go in there. I mean, even a competitor just could go in there and leave a review. You can't really control that. So that's part that's kind of just always lingering, just like that worrisome of don't want anything to happen, been putting too much time and effort into this and don't want to just have someone else go in and just screw things up or mess something up and then have that reflect negatively on me. 100%. And thank you for sharing that because that is a very real consequence of this, right? Like definitely those things are, you know, possible scenarios that can happen. Um, but I think it's interesting that, like you mentioned and saying like, okay, well, kind of like I need to be controlled how I'm perceived, right? Like everything has to have uh, like a good professional demeanor to it, which again, makes sense because of the business that you're in and all of that, um, that trust element, et cetera. In this instance, what I would just invite you to consider is how much of that is seeping into your ability to make the best decisions for the business and how much of it is controlled, not by the best decision for moving forward, but by these subconscious to conscious patterns of like, I find safety and control. I fear mess. I need to appear put together and everything needs to be right. All the, like everything has to be lined up and, and put perfectly together. How much of that is seeping into and really distorting the highest decision for your business? No, it's definitely seeping in a little too much and taking too much control. So it's taking too much over my mind and where I just got to let it go and just realize it's inevitable. Can't control everything. Anyone can just write a review or do anything. And as long as people can see through that overall, you're doing your best and putting out good quality results that can't make everyone happy. And there's always things that pop up or like I was saying earlier, like a competitor could write a negative review, which I've seen unfortunately happen very frequently with business owners where they just get like little wars with each other, which is so dumb. And they just keep writing reviews about each other and trying to tarnish each other's business, which I didn't see like one Yelp review could take someone down, which seems crazy, but it's just one person that's just upset or does something wrong or has an off day and it reflects negatively on the business and they get that review and just hurts that reputation. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's like legit and, and I get it. And it's the reality of the business that you're in. Um, but like you said, you, you actually can't control that outside for like it's a circumstance right like the what, what people mm -hmm. do is going to be what people do um in this instance about what you can control which is yourself and the context within which 
that's affecting your ability to, like you said, have work-life balance, actually get stuff off of your plate, negate the, or not negate, but free up the mental real estate that the stress is causing you, free up the creativity to think of, you know, ways to expand the business versus, you know, learn payroll. Um, that I think is, is, is the more important invitation and question for you because now that part of you that is so rooted in that appearance and in, in, in the perfection, in the control, it's really putting like a bottleneck on your growth, at least from the outside looking in. So how does that land for you? Yeah, no, it definitely is putting that bottleneck on it and preventing me from taking it to the next level, which I need to just give that up and just let it be and go for it. Just take that leap of faith and just know that everything will be all right in the long run. And there's always those road bumps and that's just part of the growing process and learning and just got to take it all and learn from it. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of layers that are going to be there and, you know, that's definitely kind of outside the scope of what we can do in just one podcast episode. Um, but does that feel complete for you? Or is there still something left outstanding? No, that makes sense. There's just that letting go and that fear of just of unknown and just letting that trust be, be like, I, I could trust people. I've done it before. I've hired people and it's worked out. I hired people that didn't work out and it didn't make my business blow up or cause any issues. It's still around. So it's not the biggest deal. It's just those growing pains and learning from it. hundred percent. Like. So yeah, that totally makes sense. And uh, if you can then just begin to close us off by summarizing in your own words, um, kind of what you came into, like what was the business problem you came into the episode with, and then your key takeaways um, as a result of the conversation. Oh, it was just trying to figure out how to grow it to the next level and hire people and not just be taking control of everything. That was one big thing. And just got the main thing is let go of the control and just stop trying to control everything, control some things that you know, but even then to just give it up and really just delegate, let other people that are experts in those areas do what they know how to do and just let it be and not just be so stuck in my head all the time about what's going to happen, worst case scenarios, things like that. And just realize it's going to free up a lot of time in the long run. It's going to make things a lot better. hundred percent. So love it. Um, so yeah, in that case, you can just uh, close us off and let everybody know who's the best person to find you. Where can they find you? Uh, floor is yours for that. Yeah. So for everyone that's watching and listening, they could find me at my website, seooptimizers.com. That's seo O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com. And if they go to forward slash gift, I create a special gift for everyone that's tuned into the podcast today and they can find all my contact information there and all my details all there. Awesome. Well, we'll put all that in and uh, thank you very much for that gift. Uh, so yeah, everybody who's listening, definitely uh, go to that. We'll leave that in the show notes. And uh, yeah, for everybody else listening, um, I will do my post episode recap right after this. Otherwise, uh, thank you for listening and, uh, we'll see you on the next one.